This is Comic Picks by The Glick. Hey, I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, Jason Glick. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine, John. And yourself? Doing all right. What do you have on tap for us tonight? Well, tonight is a subject that, you know, it's like I kind of sort of wanted to talk about for a while, but, you know, just couldn't find the time because it's on one hand, it's like about an anime series that I've loved for a good long while, I mean, decades at this point. But, you know, it's like you kind of figure like, you know, what, when am I going to find the right, the right time to talk about this? Well, how about when they actually like do a, a new anime series on based based on this title? I'm talking about the series Trigun by Yasuhiro Naitao. And while the original anime series is a stone cold classic, in my opinion, it's like the new series also, you know, has stuff to recommend it as well. But in between that, it's also based off a manga. It's like series that, you know, I actually did not read until really quite recently, but also it's another, it's a series that is like really quite beloved by a good friend of mine, Marisa. Hey, Marisa, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. It's like, oh, and it's like for longtime listeners, um, Marisa is actually Rob's Rob's wife. But the thing is, I only know Rob because he married Marisa. <laughs> I've known Marisa for like close to, what, two decades at this point? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's accurate. <laughs> yeah. In fact, like, it's like um, the whole reason like we're here to, like, I invite her to talk about Trigon is because like she act, she was actually in the anime club on um, video burn at um, university of California Riverside that I ran. It's like, and I actually showed Trigon and like, that was her like first time, first time she had seen it. It's like, and you know, we kind of experienced it, experienced it together. It's like it. So you've got good memories of that, right, Marisa? Oh yeah. I, that was, I mean, I want to say we saw so many great anime in the club, but that was the first one that I just like fell in love with during the watch. Like just, just totally fell for during while we were watching it yeah it's like and it's i mean like, trigun it's basically the story of like of a guy that's a stampede it's like you know spike spiky blonde hair it's like you know create like crazy red overcoat um big it's like gigantic gigantic ass gun and like he's all about you know love and peace spreading you know sp spreading goodwill throughout the uh planet no man no man's land which is like basically like a um sci-fi wild wild west type type landscape but the thing is, he's also want the most wanted man on the planet with a sixty billion double dollar bounty, and also he's been classified as a um, it's like as a human, it's like a human natural disaster, all because wherever he goes, like wanton destruction, you know, fall, like um follows in, in his wake, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, yeah, that's true. He's not technically classified as a as a um, like you know human disaster uh, like an act of god basically <laughs> until midway through the show but yeah disaster follows him and it's uh you know future space planet gun action so. <laughs> just like it says on the manga itself yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and you know i think it's like some of the uh, the series appeals that it's a really good act like action comedy for the first for the first half of its run, because it's just basically all about Vash getting in these like really outlandish situations where like, you know, lots of destruction is caused, you know, not entirely through his, through his direct involvement, but just it happens because he's around. And there's also these two like insurance ladies, um, Meryl Strife and Millie, Millie Tompkins. It's like, who are Thompson. just you know, Thompson? Yes. So she, the, they are, it's like, they're just trying to like, you know, manage his, manage the inherent risk of his existence. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, like, like initially, initially, in fact, but the thing is like, you know, when they first encounter him in the anime, it's like, they're just like, wait, he's so, he's such a dork and just so, it's just so weird. Like, he can't be the actual Vash stampede. And it's not, they don't actually confirm this until like, you know, several, until several episodes in that he's actually like, you know, Vash himself. It's like, and then also they meet, um, we have the, uh, like the pre the priest with like the priest with the, who's carrying the cross Wolf, Wolfwood, who is, as far as I'm concerned in the anime, it's like one of the all time great supporting characters because every episode he shows up in, like, you know, it's just that much better simply because of his presence. And also because, you know, he's, he's kind of like meant to be like the cynic towards Vash's, you know, like, like a spouse of like um, love and peace. Like he's just like, not, not about to buy into that, but he's also just like someone who is also trying to like, you know, offer his own brand of um, faith, faith and forgiveness. And also like the reason that, you know, when people like get his, get, start get his hands on his cross. It's like, yes, yeah, it's so heavy. And he's like, yes, yeah, it's, it's so full of mercy. 
And of course, yeah. later you find out it's not just mercy <laughs> that it's full of. <laughs> it's a specific kind of mercy. Yeah, there you go. That's accurate. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the thing is like that, this is like, you know, the first half of the series. It's just basically like, you know, lots of fun comedy action. And then, you know, about halfway, once you get about to the halfway point, things start getting um, just a little bit darker, especially with the, I think like, you know, once Legato Blue Summer shows up, that's when things start getting like a bit more dramatic because you find out that, oh, there's also this other group of people who are out to get, get Vash known as the Gung Ho Guns. And they're led, and we find out later that they're led by his brother, um, Knives. Which you know he's every bit as intimidating as his his name would imply, and that's kind of like what the, uh, like you know what how the series second half goes, because you know well the first half does a great job of jarring you in with this like this fun action comedy <laughs> stuff, then um then it starts twisting the knife and showing you just you know what you know how like because Vash has a he's not just having a, necessarily like a non-violence philosophy he just doesn't want to kill anyone he wants everyone to live like live out their lives in happiness but there are also those who are just you know determined to test that to um test you know test that be belief down to its like to its bleeding edge and that's where the uh, second that's how the second half of the like of this of the series goes when the gung-ho guns just start putting vash's convictions to the test and oh man it is it is something else right marisa yes yeah and i i love that the original one um you know and maybe it was like because they had to pace things this way because the manga was um you know there was only so much manga material to draw from but you know they really like yeah they play around in the first few episodes with you know whether you know with who even is fashion stampede and uh and they kind of let the characters have a lot of time to really um like you know you get, you get, get to, to know, know them. them yeah you get to know them and they get to know each other and you know by the time serious stuff is going on it's like you you really you know you understand you know um vash's philosophy and you uh yeah you just feel you know uh it's, it's just like you you really feel the sense of brutality for him when he sees you know people getting you know, murdered that he can't save and, and going up against the gung-ho guns and having to make these, like, really um, tough decisions and still being able to, like, live by his, by his philosophy of not, you know, not killing and not taking another life, but still defending life. You know, he's like a peace-loving gunman, but, uh, but he'll get serious when it's uh, called for. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that's, like, some of the appeal well there's i mean just like this whole like you know the like the shift shift to drama and just how like how his convictions are tested in the back half of the series and even when you know it's like they're it's like you know, they're broken they they that shows just how, how bash is able to come come back from that it's like it's mm -hmm. like in the end it's like i it's like i remember it's like correct me if i'm wrong marisa but like i i seem to remember it's like you know when it's like this is like a like a specific matter for the like for the time running the club but like I didn't get the uh, last um, DVD of Trigun until like the day I was supposed to start showing like the final, oh. like, final episode. Like basically, like, well, basically like the first half of the final round of episodes because um, like the final DVD had like four episodes. I was set to show the first two, you know, that day at Video Burn. And it's like, you know, when we got to like the end of those, I had not watched um, these. So I hadn't watched like these episodes prior to it. So basically when we got to like the first end of those first two episodes, I was like, and we saw what 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 um, Vash had had to do in order to save uh, Meryl and Millie. It's like, holy shit! And then <laughs> afterwards, like I, I was like, hey, you know, everyone's coming back next week, right? <laughs> so, so that that's how I remember it. So, and yeah, um, I remember the you know the halfway point of the series where things had gotten really serious and then all of a sudden you know i think they had a recap episode and then they have the episode where they tell you uh, like the backstory of when vash and knives were young and it was just like you know i think my jaw was on the floor the whole time like it was such a shock like i didn't expect anything like it you know you kind of got the feeling that you know 
Vash had lived for a long time and that he had special... But there was something otherworldly about him. Yeah, but they keep that mystery for so long. And so then when they hit you with, like, the spaceships and you're, you know, the, mm-hmm. it was, like, it, it was kind of mind-blowing. It was like, okay, I know this is, like, the future. This isn't Earth. You know, this is somewhere else. But you don't really know until until you get, you know, that episode. And... And that was a long ways into it. Yeah, it's like, and the and actually, the, the writers had to like come up with that stuff like kind of on the fly, really, because that that wasn't touched upon. And because the, the way Trigon is the original series is based on it's based, only based on the first two um, volumes of of the manga, which are basically like publishes Trigon in like in the U in the U.S. And um, basically, like the the staff um, basically had to like you know come up with like you know the. Uh, Basically, after like Vash shoots the whole hole in the moon, yes, this is the thing that happens. <laughs> it's like they, uh, it's like they basically had to like kind of wing everything after after that. Yeah, that's kind of amazing, and I wonder how closely they were able to work with Yasuhiro Naito, who I know was like just over the moon. He was so happy, you know, about mm-hmm. them making an anime. Like, I feel like they had to have access to some of his plans for what he wanted to do in Trigun Maximum because they there is. Hey, Marisa, you muted you muted your mic. Dear, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I um, wonder if there's some uh, some stuff that they knew was planned for the first couple of volumes of Maximum because of like some overlapping kind of stories and stuff but uh but yeah what they did was amazing because even with that like um i want to say they did a great a great job with the anime yeah because when it comes to like you know winging it um like you know doing anime original stuff that's that more often than that that seems to be a recipe for disaster but Mm. it actually turned out really well in trigon in fact so well that apparently what i've read is that you know um naito actually like you know like um followed like the anime original stuff like when um you know have Vash being Eric's, you know, yeah, like, it, like that was actually he actually just said like, you know like that like the way they did that in the anime, so he just decided you know why not do that, follow that in a uh, maximum. So yeah, and towards the end of Maximum, I noticed that there was like some um, like a part when Vash is remembering all the people whose lives he's touched, and it was like mm-hmm. there were all these panel panels that were directly from the anime that weren't even covered in in maximum or the, you know, the two Mm -hmm. first volumes. But I think that he, uh, the author, you know, loved the anime so much. She was like, that's part of his story too. Yeah. It's like, and so I think that, you know, like the, uh, I think we can like safely say like, you know, the first, um, like the the original Trigon anime, it's like, it's a really good adaptation of like the, the, of the manga. So basically, I would say my husband was unsatisfied with the ending of the original. Um, Did you think there was too much recap? Because no, it wasn't about that. It was just like I think he had difficulty believing in the ending, um, mm. the way it was. Uh, and I don't know. I, I don't know if I, I, can, I can get. To... I can get that because I think that the like the ending of the original anime basically kind of wants you. I want you to believe in hope that you know, like um, knives will get better. Af- it's like after this, but yeah. at the same time, I, I can understand like you know, if there's issues with that. Yeah, like, it, that's basically. He's like, well, what you know? Obviously, he's you know, gonna. He's not gonna just be magically better. You know, suddenly yeah. be a good person. Yeah, but... but there's also like a lot of good stuff in those last couple episodes. Like Millie, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm telling telling Vash. Like giving um giving him giving him Wolfwood's weapon, saying like yeah you know it's because it's heavy because it's so full of mercy yeah and yeah. also like you know him Vash hearing you know Wolfwood you know speaking his mind like yo it's like it's to your it's your it's right, right just pick there, it up just use <laughs> it yeah <laughs> why don't you use it yeah. yeah yeah but I I was satisfied with the ending of the anime it does leave it open and it leaves it open to your imagination to to kind of think about what could happen, but there is a future for all the characters that are still around by that yeah. episode. And so, yeah, you have hope and, and you're also, um, I don't know. I, I was happy that, 
you know, it's like Vash had his blank ticket and he was, mm-hmm. you know, he wasn't in yeah. a mental crisis anymore. <laughs> yes. And it, it kind of leaves you, it, it leaves you wanting more. And hey, you know what? For everyone who wants to look at Trigon, watches the original Trigon series and goes, you know, I want to know more. I want to know what happens next. <laughs> well, it's like, we've got the manga for you. We've got, yeah. you know, two volumes of um, Trigon and 14 volumes of Trigon Maximum. <laughs> Which, uh, well, it's like, you know, the first two volumes of Trigon, it's like, I think that, you know, it's like they're more or less fairly close to the, uh, it's like, you know, to, like what you, what you saw up to the point where Vash blasts the hole in the moon. Mm-hmm. It's like, and, you know, it's like, I think, and I don't want to like dismiss them enti- entirely, but it's just kind of like, you know, there's not a whole lot to talk talk about right there because, you know, it's basically like the, they're working, like Donnie was working off like the manga and the Trigon manga at that point was just those two supersized volumes. Mm. So yeah. it's like, so it's like, I'm, I don't know, it's like, I, it's like, what you see there is what you get. And you know, it's, it's a perfectly serviceable a- adaptation, even though it's like, there are a couple things towards the end that, you know, like they, uh, that they kind of like make extremely different. Basically, um, Legato being put in his place by, by knives after he comes back. And also Wolfwood being clearly established as one of the members of the gung ho guns as yeah. well, which is something that, you know, like they, they kind of sort of danced around in the, in the anime, but at the same time, it, it's not not really like a like a really real issue, at least. But then you get to um, Trigon Maximum, and then you get like, well, it's like it's a lot of action, isn't it, Marisa? Yeah, Trigon Maximum has has a lot of action. Um, it's got a lot a lot more with the gun ho guns, and uh, and yeah, I mean, I would say so. It's fourteen volumes right um and like the last four or are like one one kind of big battle almost yeah it's like i i know i know what you mean there because like like those four volumes I mean, even though it's like it maintains like a it's a big it's a big much more epic scale compared to what we saw in the anime because on one hand like you got the feeling that yeah it's like the fate of the planet was kind of was kind of at in like at stake but at the same time you know it's like it was basically like you know like you know vash versus like the gung-ho guns which is like a not i don't want to say it's like a villain of the week type deal but it was kind of close to that but it was also just you know vash also just you know trying to settle things with his brother brother knives but mm-hmm. with um the manga it's like it takes on a much more like a um, much bigger scale because the uh because well vash is firmly on the side of humanity it's like like in this in this series, knives is like he, like he believes that you know like humanity is just like no good. It's like that we need I, I need to like stick up for for, for like for my for my people the plants. Mm-hmm. It's like and just it's like and like humanity needs to go as a result. So it's not so it's not just like but so it's on one hand it's just yeah it's that it's um knives and the gung ho guns versus everything versus everyone else on the planet. But then it also gets completely bigger once you find out that oh wait earth is still a factor in the story and that, th- and that they're also going to be sending their own forces out to the to um planet no man's land as well and so, they've had like over 100 years of technological progress <laughs> yeah which you know it's like it ha- ha- it really doesn't work out well for them you know it's like no. once that <laughs> once that final final thing sets final um conflict sets up because you know that's how the way things go in these stories like you know as advanced as earth may have gotten you know it's like hey knives like you know has has found a way to like so circumvent you know any advancements they have especially with like you know the independence which is you know the plant the the, uh, the plants who basically provide all the power in this future future world and while um he and um vash are you know independent so you see like you know um scions of the plants like who are basically given their own you know personalities earth has their own ones as well and they're also trying to uh like take you know they, they view like you know happenings on planet no man's land as a major threat to universal peace and it's it's not good yeah so. to be a threat to the existence of humanity in the universe to wherever they've expanded to at this point yeah, and yeah. then the other big difference from the anime um, is that, you know, in, in the manga, he's going around and gathering plants from, 
you know, the, the working plants that are on the planet No Man's Land and like sort of absorbing them into himself um, in a way to like make them, uh, you know, free of humanity or free from having to work for humanity. Free, free of humanity, but also subservient to him. Yes, yes. And that's, that's of course, where the interesting conflict is with, with Vash and when he's able to connect to the plants. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing, too, that the anime didn't really have, because they had Zazie the Beast, but Zazie was less a, you know, representative of the plants mm-hmm. than he was in the manga. In the manga, he really was like, a, I mean, I'm sorry, a representative of the, of the worms, of the native yeah. The native life on the planet and um and so i was happy to see uh you know in the new anime too i was happy to see that they oh yeah we'll talk about stampede yeah sorry (laughs) um but yeah in the manga they they kind of uh touch on that too where there's a little bit of a negotiation between knives and the native you know uh worms and and their collective sort of consciousness um which doesn't work out well no. For the worms. <laughs> nope. Yeah, especially if I remember correctly, it's like it's I think it's like Mid Valley and Hoppered. You know, it's like you know when uh, it's like when um, Zazie tries you know to, like to, like make his play. It's like um, Hoppered and um, Mid Valley put him in his place, right? Yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. since since he's uh, part of the worm consciousness, apparently he can just get another body. But uh... mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think he also kind of noped out of there after that. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, but I, but you also mentioned like you know like I mean like while, while overall like I mean like I enjoyed you know like reading uh, you know Trigon because it's like Maximum for the first time. Well, because I had tried I I basically like I think I tried reading this like two other times beforehand because mm-hmm. I think I borrowed I think David had gotten like had started buying Trigon and so like that's I I didn't buy it because he was buying it so I could just borrow from him. And also, I think this was also during my um, unemployed time where I couldn't buy as much stuff as I wanted uh-huh. to. So, but also, then I borrowed, I think I borrowed some of, like, some of Maximum from you at some point. Uh-huh. At some point but I didn't, I didn't actually kind of follow through on it. So it's like, this is like my first time, like, reading through, like, the entire series um, front, like, you know, front to back. And, you know, the thing is, I think that, you know, Night How, like, does, you know, deliver some, like, you know, great, you know, action action scenes just like you know just like people pose in like impossible positions like doing <laughs> crazy crazy action and he's good with, and like some good comedy like you know like bits as well and when he does slow down it's like he can do some like really good dramatic stuff like the like probably like the stuff that sticks in my mind the most in the series is like from an emotional point is when we find out um like about you know like um vashonizes history but not just like you know their time with with um their guardian rem but also when they find out just you know what the humans did um you know it's like to their to the original um oh, independent independent yeah yeah tesla yeah that, that was I mean, that was on one hand it's like i can it's it's a it's a sequence where it's just like oh my god it's like this is hor- horribly awful but i can also kind of believe that humans would just do that because on one hand, it's like it doesn't seem like they're trying. They were. It doesn't seem like they're trying to like you know actively hurt her, but they're just like experimenting on her so much. Yeah, it was that kind of it, a Akira moment to see that. Yeah. Too. Oh yeah, but <laughs> and so and it's interesting to see like how it affected both of them because I mean Vash takes it a lot harder than Knives, who you no, know, Knives basically kind of passed out because of this, but not. Yeah, and but, then he seems to to almost not remember. Yeah, and then you find out that oh my god, he did remember it, and he's just like kind of like internalized this, and that's mm-hmm. kind of where his like inherent hatred of humanity comes from. But Vash, he was there, he was awake for the whole thing, takes it out out on on Rem, but also this is like kind of like the origin of his, you know, like I'm not going to kill anyone because you know he almost he almost crossed that line early on, but then you see that oh my god, it's like he when he realizes that you know like what could have happened if he had killed someone. You realize that okay, this is how this is why he is, he is the way he is, and this is why you know his like you know his his mentality like his mentality on this this particular situation you know like is, is specific. I mean, yeah, it may seem unrealistic you know early on, but then when you understand like see what he went through, you get re- you realize okay, I get it now. At least that that's how that's how I felt. 
Yeah, no, I, I feel the same way. I think that um, when I first read that part of the manga, having seen the anime and, and how Bash's philosophy is, I was so shocked. I almost kind of wanted to reject it. Like, oh, well, you know, this isn't like the real. <laughs> you know, this is the Bash I know. <laughs> yeah, because it's so shocking. But then, uh, especially after rereading it more recently, I'm like, you know, this makes a lot of sense. And I think it it helps explain, you know, it, it gives his character more depth to for that to have happened in the manga. Um, it, as disturbing as it is to, like, think that he almost killed, like, the only person that he really, you know, the only human that he loved at that point. Um, it's like, uh, you know, it, it uh, explains the... Um, the reverse, how strong his conviction is afterwards to protect humanity. Yeah, because you can't really, like, you know, like have that kind of, like, that kind of, like, you know, like, like I, I don't want to say insane conviction, but like that kind of like, dedicated conviction, you know, to preserving life without having, like, you know, like, you know, almost taking it yourself. Well, and also because, like, it seems like a logical reaction in a way for knives. It's like he sees the kind of almost like the worst things that humanity can do in person you know and he reacts in sort of the logical way of like humanity is just awful it gives it, it gives maybe, his person it gives his his um, perspective you know as warped as it may be it's like you know just like the tiniest amount of justification yeah but you also kind of see how vash has already decided after that whole incident with rem He's decided, like, yeah, humanity can be awful, but this person isn't awful, and and you know, people people deserve, you know, a chance, and and everyone deserves. No one should take the life of another person, you know. So he, so it's like his. He's worked it out by that point that he decides, and and I should say too, like in the manga, that he takes it out on himself first, like he. Mm-hmm he's so disturbed by what he sees with Tesla that he basically just decides he doesn't want to live anymore and he starts starving himself and it's his reaction to Rem getting, trying to get him to eat, you know, she, that, yeah, that, that it, kind it, of it, makes it, a snap. Exactly. So, <clears throat> he, yeah, where he like tries to kill himself and Rem stops him and then he lashes out at her and and uh, and it also explains too, like you know, in the in the anime, maybe it's more emphasized than in the manga. But he also, you know, part of his philosophy is that suicide is also out mm-hmm. <laughs> as an option, not not okay ever. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. But I, what we're talking about, I think, is probably you know the high point high point of the manga for for me. Um, everything else, um, you know, on one hand, it's like I don't think it's it's not necessarily bad, but I think that. Nighthawk doesn't have a good sense of pacing in terms of like how everything is, you know, delivered because it feels like, because a lot of the action scenes um, and the, in the battles, like kind of feel like they go on for a really long time, like volume, multiple volumes. It's like, like there's like the part where he go, where Vash goes back to the Vash and Wolf would go back to their um, Vash's like, like home, like home spaceship. It's like mm-hmm. and like there's like when they're fighting off against new Leonov the puppet master and like was it Gray the Nine Lives mm-hmm. and that goes on for it goes on for a couple of volumes. Then you've Just got yeah. yeah, then you go <laughs> on for like for uh, when um Wolfwood goes on to convent um um Livio the two two fangs chapel and like trip of death and that's like that's the several volumes as well. Mm-hmm. And then you got the, like that final conflict you're talking about, which is like almost four volumes long, and it's like my god it's like this is kind of like like almost like sh- like shouldn't jump level <laughs> a- pacing here it's like it's just kind of like i okay i get it it's like just, can you just like please get to the point already i mean it's like there's just like so much you know like like action like you know where they're just like you know everyone's fighting and then just just when you think that something is gonna happen to like, change things it's like oh nope we're just gonna keep keep fighting like it's like as well even when like you know vash shows up during wolfwood's you know fight against um, Livio and Trip, it just kind of feels like okay, this is, things are going to change right now, but nope, it's just going to keep keep, keep, on, keep on, and and it, it's like and the action is just kind of like, you know like like uh, Nighthawk is just kind of like he's 
well, he's a very stylish artist. It's like he's also just like kind of kind of guy who like really believes in like the '90s image theory of like you know like um pose like posing like during an action scene makes everything cooler than hell. <laughs> no, no, it does not. So, oh, I kind of think it does, but no, okay. I I probably think the author would agree with you that his pacing was a little wacky because uh, I think he wanted you know maybe he drew out the parts that he he really wanted to last you know including all the cool poses and, <laughs> and all the double page spreads um and there were some things that it seemed like he you know almost like forgot about midway through or just like had to move on to the net and you know there were some things that were confusing in the manga even though it was you know like battles were done in such detail and stuff there was still a little bit of confusion for me on on certain things not gonna argue with you there because i mean like well like i said well he's a stylish artist i also think that he that his clarity in action sequences like at this point in his career um mm. like could have could have used a little work as a little work as well just making everything like you know flow better from pay from page to page and panel to panel too right especially when he's jumping between like two different action scenes two different fights with like livio and elendira and legato and vash and mm -hmm. where millie and merrill are and where the earth people are and where the heck uh you know it it, it does get a little confusing mm -hmm. yeah it's like and also i do want to mention that you know it's like like even like even though like, you know like the pacing like I think is like just kind of like really re weird and whack throughout like the uh, like the series, especially in its back back half. I, I do think like his storytelling like in certain parts is really strong. We already talked about you know his like how like his like his flushing out of Vash's like you know like um, no killing pr perspective, but also I think that you know Legato gets a much more um, rounded oh, perspective. Yeah. In, like in yeah. the manga as well, because while well, he was like a uh, really good villain in the, uh, it's like it's like in the anime to the point where like he succeeded, he succeeded so much in that series that he was rewarded mm -hmm. with a bullet to the head. <laughs> but um, this, but in the uh, in the manga, it's like you know he also kind of just like you know struggles as well because while he's he is someone who's just like so like committed to being Nice's right hand, like to the point where it's like you know he's like he thinks he understands Knives as like better than anyone else but you know he really doesn't and he and he pays the price at a at at certain sequence at certain points as well but you also like understand but understand why he'd be so de dedicated to nice's perspective after we find out like much late much much like towards the end they go about why but how knife saved saved him from his life from his life in slavery so yeah in the anime i don't believe you get any backstory on legato other than you know that he's just he ends evil. up with vash's arm and that's the source of his power but yeah you don't understand any any of how he got to where he was you know working mm -hmm. for knives and and there is a lot of um a lot more in the manga about why each character ends up working for knives or how they got in the gun ho guns. Yeah. And that's kind of satisfying to see some of the That's that's true. I mean like the series like mean, the manga does do does offer a lot more like backstory for for its individual characters, but it also mm -hmm. does does so like in the most elaborate and overextended <laughs> um like way way possible. It's like I mean like I said I didn't it's not that I didn't like, you know, reading like reading Trigon in the manga. It's just like kind of like felt like a lot of stuff. The pacing was just like so stretched out, like over certain certain scenes. It's just especially like, towards the end, yeah. Yeah, towards the end of it. That I that ultimately it's like ultimately reading this, I I honestly do kind of feel that that, that um Trigon the anime now kind of belongs in the in the very rarefied um like uh category of series where I believe that the uh, uh, the anime is better than the manga oh wow oh man i i don't think i could choose exactly i think um when i first read the manga i would definitely be in that camp because i just loved the anime and, and i still love it so much that i'm like that is the gold that that's the real trigon <laughs> mm -hmm. and especially with some of the you know more more stressful things that happen in trigon maximum it's like i just um, you know, I just thought the anime was perfect in in some ways, but now that I've reread it, I, you know, I couldn't choose. I'm just happy that the manga 
goes on because you know like you said it gives you more uh you know more to enjoy after the anime and yeah uh, yeah i get it I mean, that's kind of like what, what you want when you're reading, reading the manga of, a, of an anime you've watched like you want more of what you loved yeah so i i appreciate it on its own more now than i did you know right after Okay. Right after watching the original anime. <laughs> yeah, but also, but, but really, really quick. Uh, one thing that uh, I, I also like looked into while I was um, rereading the, while I was reading the manga. Um, also, it's like I also read, um, reread some volumes of um, Nighthouse follow up, um, Blood Blockade Battlefront. Ah. And this is a series he de- he definitely does not go for the same epic level um, of storytelling that that he goes for in Try Again. I mean, it's just basically like. Like uh, New York has basically been transformed to like a supernatural like place called Jerusalem's Lot, where you've got all these like weird, it's like it's like you know weird supernatural life forms living living alongside humans now. But also, it's like one thing I appreciated there is that like his storytelling is a lot more compact with mm. each chapter because, like you know, Trigon was it kind of felt like he was going like for like a monthly or maybe even biweekly perspective, um, like, ah. like for each for each chapter. But this one. Like each chapter is like supersized, where it's like you get you know, like forty pages each, and he's actually telling like a more or less complete story either over one chapter or at least over two chapters. So he's not you know letting things stretch out and um like you know go go like um over the top as he did with um with Trigon. So I mean, while you lose that you know big epic you know fate of the world sensibility here, you do get I get, at least more immediately satisfying stuff i mean that's i don't necessarily want to say this is better but i but after like you know going through like a, a series where like you know the final volume took like four volumes to uh like you know like deliver its climax i kind of <laughs> i really liked how, how how with um blood blockade battlefront he could just like you know deliver like a new crazy scenario it's like in each it's like in each chapter it's like in i, I yeah i'll I, i'll say it like you know rereading dragon made me appreciate blood Blood Blockade Battlefront. It's like, you know, that that much more. Aha. So. I gotta I'm gonna have to, you know, um and they have an anime for that, right? Two? They have two seasons for it. I mean oh they, they this is the thing is like they're Dark Horse published um ten volumes of Blood Blockade Battlefront, and there's also a sequel series, Blood Blockade Battlefront Back to Back, which mm. is still in Japan, but is probably not going to come out over here because Dark Horse only finished publishing uh, Blood Blockade Battlefront after the anime came out and boosted its profile uh-huh. apparently it didn't boost its profile so much that they were able they wanted to go and license um back to back so that's disappointing but even then like you know the 10 volumes of blood by Cade battlefront you know like i like i said i only reread five but i also remember like the final volume did deliver like a uh, really solid um volume length story that actually made me go hey you know this is probably better than i this is like you know like better than i expected so there's so there's that, but I just wanted to throw that in because like I just wanted to read Blood Black Cape Battlefront for you know perspective on here. But I guess like we also probably need to talk about like the reason we're doing this in the first place, and mm-hmm. that's um the new anime series, Trigun Stampede, which I'm not sure what I was expecting initially because I because I I was kind of uh, maybe slightly or someone under the impression that we were gonna get a uh Storytelling story that was like you know more closer to the manga, basically kind of like a hey, the this is like the uh, manga like um, adapted from the manga um, version that that, that um, anime series have been doing like you know for uh, for several years now. Like basically we're getting like the uh, you know, that kind of like hey from the manga treatment, like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure has been enjoying for several years now. That that kind of thing, but that's not exactly what we got now, is it, Marisa? No, they did something very different. <laughs> Yeah, it's like they uh, they basically gave us a prequel story that basically um, tells us, you know, what happened to what was happening with um, Vash and Knives up until the point where the city of July um, met its untimely fate, which spoilers, uh, you know, July is kind of doomed in every Trigon timeline now. <laughs> so, but yeah, but as mean, soon as you saw that town, you knew yeah. <laughs> it's not going to stick around. <laughs> yeah, but interestingly enough, like, they uh like even though this is like essentially like a prequel like to the to like to the Trigon Trigon story, it's also bringing in a lot of stuff you know from the uh, like from from the manga and original and and by extension the original anime as well because 
like we get to see, like Wolfwood shows up obviously because you can't because at this point you can't do a Trigon story without bringing Wolfwood, but you also get other like members members of the Gung Ho Guns like Mona of the Gale, um, E.G. Mine. It's like those like those kinds of guys. Oh, the Nebraska um, family as well. <laughs> Briefly, <laughs> Briefly, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's sort of a prequel. It has prequel elements to it, but they. Um, you know, they made some interesting decisions, and at first I wasn't too crazy about it, but they they sort of uh, dissolved a lot of the mystery, which makes me think that they knew that most of the, you know, the audience, audience was going to come in knowing something about the original Trigun, and and maybe so the mystery wasn't so important to them. That's, and, and that's they, the impression I got as well. Yeah, which, you know, that's... Uh, that's a choice I can respect. Um, but it was one of the things that I loved about the original, for sure. Um, and uh, and then they made a few other strange decisions. So, uh, so, so Marisa, how do you feel about Meryl Senpai, um, Robert, Robert De Niro? I do not like it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, part of it, is definitely just to get it out there ahead of time. Part of it is definitely that Meryl and Millie were, you know, the few, one of the few female characters in the original show. Um, you know, the, the main four, you know, Vash and Nicholas D. Wolfwood and Meryl and Millie, you know, they, they really made up the anime, but of course you could probably consider it a, it's shown in, you know, a show because it centers on you know Vash the Stampede and and he does most of the action but um the fact that they took Millie out of I'll say season one expecting that they're going to do a season two and effectively nerfed Meryl for her um appearance in this season is disturbing <laughs> and it feels a little unfair <laughs> and they brought uh nicholas d wolfwood in much sooner than I, I believe much sooner than the original anime and um and you know hey i love nicholas d wolfwood i don't mind that they had more of him in this uh in stampede you know, it's it's kind of neat to see more of, um, you know, stuff that they touch on in the manga with Nicholas D. Wolfwood. But it's just inescapable that you lose some of the heart with losing Millie and not having her in there. And then the addition of the Roberto De Niro <laughs> character <laughs> was just like, he he's literally like a stereotype. He's got He's got a name that's obviously... You know, uh, a kind of you know. And he's kind of he's kind of like a, a font of exposition for much of his much of his run. But he still just doesn't. You know, I, I just had the expectation that like, yeah, okay, they're obviously going to get rid of him probably at some point. And I guess he's supposed to like teach you know Meryl stuff, you know. But he just seems needless, and he just seems like an excuse to like force Meryl to take a step down from, you know, from where she was in the manga and in the anime, which is too bad. Yeah, it's like, you're, I think, I definitely think everything you said there, there was right. I mean, maybe, maybe I feel a little, a little more positive about Mr. De Niro because he was, he at least delivered his exposition with some, with some style at certain points. But yeah, it's like, if you would, if we had just gotten like, you know, Millie from the start, I would not have complained because, you know, it's like, that's cause she is like central to the heart, heart of the series. And, and, you know, seeing this guy and when you, we see him like paired with, with Meryl, so you think, wait, this is what they treated, treated that Millie for. Right. No, I, I don't think so. And, but also I do, even if like, you know, like this version of Wolfwood isn't quite the, uh, like the goat um, supporting character that he was in the, like, the original series. Mm -hmm. I think that they do a good job, like contrasting his you know, perspective with, like with, with Vash, with Vash's as well, especially when um, it comes time to take out um, like a Mona of the Gale. 
Yeah, they they seem to get into that faster. The difference, you know, in their philosophies and their conflict, even though they, you know, I mean, in the original anime, they they have a lot of time to spend together to really develop more of a like, you know, uh, I don't mean this in a bad way, but like a bro relationship, like a close male mm-hmm. friendship. Yeah, you know, and um, and so there was a little less of that. Like even though they have them in there you you lose a little bit of that connection in this show because there's so much action right away and it's so obvious that he's like part of the gunho guns right away you mm-hmm. know even vash kind of knows it um so so i feel like you don't get that and then you know um because millie and meryl kind of balanced out vash and nicholas g wolfwood in the first one like like i feel like there's an additional loss in their bond because they don't bond over the girls, you know, in a way. Um, and then uh, the other thing is that Roberto De Niro sort of overlaps with the role of Nicholas D. Wolfwood, especially as he, you know, like you said, sort of as a cynical, a little bit more. Um, bond of exposition. Yeah. And so he just, uh, you know, I just couldn't appreciate him. I, yeah. I want to say I gave him a chance, but I, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's like I, I understand, but also I, I want to say that I it's like I, it was interesting seeing this this series this series take on Wolfwood because you know it's like well it's much it's much closer to the to like to the manga version of it, which like I uh, like I guess I was not I like I, said, I didn't really start rereading like reading the manga until like entirely the manga until like a couple weeks ago. So mm-hmm. seeing like, you know, th- this version of Wolf is basically like a kid who is basically aged up into an a- adult, like through genetic, you know, like orientation, you know, it kind of seems to seem like he's kind of like, he's like a literal interpretation of the concept of Batman, basically a mm. child sense of child sense of justice, like in an, in an adult's body with all the uh, like skill skills and technology needed to um like, you know, make, make it so, but, it's, but but it was but it was also interesting like to see him like you know see him it, it like, conf, um confront um, Livio as well because like I uh, yeah I was willing to take you know like this like this take this conflict with Livio it's like as you know, oh it's just so, it's like a uh, oh it's someone from his past who he's you know has to like you know you know take take out but um it's a lot more subdued you know compared to how it went out went out in the manga and I and I get the feeling that you know if they when the series comes back for a second season, like they they said it's coming back, it's coming back in some form. We don't know mm. if it's going to be like a second season. I mean, that seems like the most logical interpretation, but it could just be a movie or an OVA. But though second season seems to be like most likely at some at some point. But yeah, Maybe. they really, they really need to like dig into like his relationship with Livio at some point. Yeah, they're definitely not done with Livio. I mean, even even Legato and uh, you know. Uh, yeah, that was that was a great. He was with them. They're like, oh, he's still going to be useful. Let's let's go get him. <laughs> oh man, it's like Legato's like um, reveal in the series was. On one hand, it's like the little bit of Legato they use in the series was really effective. Like, I mean, just like the kind of guy who just like who's going to like you know try and like destroy Wolfwood's orphanage. It's like, yeah, that's that's Legato I know, but also. You know, oh, no. but also know. when um when Legato like you know looks genuinely upset at you know how things are going, as like I was watching this, I told Steve like, what? dude, is is that Legato looking upset? <laughs> he loses his cool already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was that was actually something that I actually appreciated that because you know he was just mm. someone who just like you know maintained his cool at all times, like in the original series. In the in the manga, he was like he struggled a bit a bit more, but here it was like. It was refreshing to see a Legato who was just not in control of everything all the time. And and I fully expect that we're going to get to see him, you know, more front and center, you know, in any follow-up. Because to bring in Legato, like a character like Legato, just for like two episodes, that just kind of feels like, oh, okay, yeah, we kind of had to do this. I mean, we didn't actually have a story for mm. him, but we kind of had to do this. Like, yeah, he kind of seemed... Uh a little out of place especially considering like both the the original anime and the manga had such a um sort of unified uh story for the steam train 
mm-hmm. episodes, you know. Or, we didn't or get to see Brilliant Dynamite's Neon in Stampede. Yeah. We, we just got to and, see the Bad Lads. And I kind of feel like it was a another example of, like, how the, the original anime had time to, like, make all these relationships and, and make all these characters that, you know, humans that uh, Vash had touched their lives at some point and, you know, like, you know... M- you know, like yeah. he meets the boy on the steam train and, and, you know, like gives him an opportunity to like, you know, redeem himself basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like, it was, there was such a different episode that it was hard to, uh, you know, it was just like a little bit um, hard to appreciate some of the, you know. No, you're right. And it's like, I think that uh, it kind of t- ties into like my biggest like issue with um stampede and that it feels like we got the, back half of a series without getting its front half like we didn't get like the uh all the stuff that would endear us to the characters that would allow us like you know take all these like you know storytelling risks with them or do all this like crazy stuff that the series does with with them over the course of these 12 episodes i i like i like what they do especially like you know the series does does pick up more narrative momentum as it goes along it's like Mm -hmm. especially you know it's like last couple episodes last couple episodes but i think that you know it's like it's like that stampede, you know, definitely needed more episodes that you wanted to mm-hmm. get its, its its full in, full impact. And while I'm glad that it's going to be getting, you know, more time to tell its story, like as it goes along, it's, you know, it's also interesting to consider that, you know, like this is basically like one big pre- like prequel that touches upon like, you know, stuff that we knew about in the series, but it goes into more greater detail. Like the, uh, like it's one thing to realize that you know when um, Vash you know tries to save July in the final episode, and that Knives just like loses his his cool like in the course of that, you realize, oh wait a second, this is um like Knives isn't dying here. This is how he lost most of his body, <laughs> right? Because of Bat- Vash's actions. Yeah, I had that realization kind of afterwards. Like, oh wait a minute, they're gonna do a second season. Knives is not gonna be totally de- i mean he sure looked like he was totally destroyed but i think he's not yeah there's no way you know um yeah i mean i can appreciate a lot of the things that they did as far as um i don't know without the last episode i would have a much more negative outlook on trigun stampede but the last episode did so many things right Yeah. that I I really, I guess I would say I loved the last episode <laughs> um, because there, you know, there, there was, uh, there was a lot of cool things in it. You know, we, we like got, we got, the, got to be cool. <laughs> we, got, we got the call out to Millie. We got the call out to Millie, although it was a little heavy-handed. Let's be and honest. also we got we got the whole sixty sixty billion double dollar bounty now. Sure, we got yeah. that too. Yeah, because I was thinking when when like it was established early on, it was like, oh, he's only worth six billion double dollars. It's like what has <laughs> de- deflation hit no man's land now? Yeah. But oh, now I get it. This makes sense. <laughs> and and also like you know the final episode basically introduces us to Eric's as well. Which, yeah, you know, and I I was like, okay, they're kind of bringing it around. Like I I can appreciate that, and and it's, it's only that it's it, that incorporates like the manga, the manga, mm-hmm. and like and its inspiration from the original anime. So it's basically like you're we're getting like a like probably something that is from like that is like all three versions of Trigon continuity now share now have in common. Yeah, and if by some misfortune they aren't able to get a second season out, like I'm actually satisfied with with this as a you know like for a trigun fan who knows all the all the other you know lore existing like like i'd be you know i'd be okay i hope they get the opportunity to do it because i do want to see what what they you know plan to do i mean it was good that it was a a little less predictable you know because i know um you know the trigun maximum like you said i was expecting them to kind of just do more of that you know give us a show that kind of gives more of the the overall manga but um but i i guess i was uh, surprised that they took a different direction and i'm trying to appreciate it more i'm gonna try to rewatch it and and maybe that'll give me a little bit of a different perspective i'd say though the the mood is probably not going to change in the second mm-hmm. season and 
and the change the difference in mood like even um overall even in the poster right the poster looks like it's at night and it's kind of like over like the neon like city of july or whatever yeah this was more of a nighttime bash the stampede and try again like so many things seem to take place in like the late afternoon or the evening you know and it was it was dark like literally and figuratively bash was really not the same character that he was in the anime or the manga he was he was much meeker and, you know, yeah, he had goofy moments, but they were, they seemed like really forced, you know, in a way mm. like, uh, um, I, I can see, I can see what you mean there, but at the same time, like, you know, he's probably, this, this Vash is probably a bit more consumed by, by guilt over mm-hmm. like, you know, what had happened. Like he, like, this is what Vash was aware that, you know, he had a, that, that Niza made him complicit in, in the uh, destruction of, pl- of um, Project Seeds. Mm-hmm. Like and he was just like even though like you know this is like really wasn't his fault he just kind of you know like took that guilt on it's like you know more, more readily than you'd expect yeah I w- the differences in his character do make sense given that this is more of a prequel angle on his character he hasn't had that confrontation the first confrontation with uh, knives that he you know in the anime like you start out and he's already technically had that confrontation with knives mm-hmm. and and you don't learn about it till much later and he doesn't have much memory of it until much later um so it kind of makes sense and i think uh the one criticism the one criticism <laughs> one of the criticisms that i have about how they show that part of his backstory is that they seem to do a repeat button on Rem's character in the form of Miss Luida, mm. which is a little odd choice. Like I, um, I know that in the in the manga and in the anime, it's like he lives with this you know group of humans that are in a pretty preserved ship, um, and Miss Luida is among them in the manga, um, but uh, but it's handled much differently. In, in this show, I would say, because, because he just hasn't developed as much. So, so she really kind of becomes like an echo of Rem in a way, mm-hmm. um, which is too bad because in the manga, you kind of get the feeling that she's like sort of, uh, sort of like a quiet badass, you know, <laughs> like yeah. she's, she's really, she's a thinker and she's done so much like, planning and she's got a level head and and um yeah there's she's a different character than rem you know she's she's very different but in in this show she's actually very similar and that's okay as a choice but but it's uh you know it's kind of weird (laughs) just like having roberto de niro in there (laughs) yeah okay but i guess like overall it's like you know like try getting stampede i mean like a good show me I mean, like, it, like for for what it was, it's like it's it's good. It's good for what it was, and it, I really could have been a lot worse. Oh yeah, know, like all, all told. But I mm-hmm. guess, like, like since we're coming coming close to the end here, it's like you know. So I guess which which version of Trigun do you think is is the best, Marisa? Oh well, the anime has got to be the the which anime? <laughs> eh? The original anime. I'm sorry, <laughs> I say the anime, and I just mean the original. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah, that's that's still the best version. Like, if I could only have one ever, of course, it's going to be the original. But I, um, I did, you know, I want to appreciate them all on their own. And I would say, too, we haven't mentioned the animation in the new one. I, oh, you're talking, yeah, like the, the 3D CG from Studio Orange. Yeah, I do think overall, although it was a little, like, dark set, you know, the, the actual choices of, you know... Um, scene was were a little dark for me i thought the animation could obviously be really cool in parts um i didn't like the bobbly heads people were a little too bobbly <laughs> rob was saying it was it reminded him of um of the deus ex uh game where uh-huh. like 
you know, they had really good like modeling and stuff, but they just moved the characters around. They moved the, <laughs> the figures around a little too much while they're talking. They're just like bobbling and moving. <laughs> like just because they can do it, they they shouldn't. <laughs> they should not make the characters move that much. Yeah, it's like I mean, I, I like the uh I think the animation in um Stampede was really slick. And it I was. think it, yeah, I yeah. think it had a had a lot of it's like it, uh, watching that was a lot of a had a lot of appeal for us. I think like mm. of the stuff that Steve and I were watching for this season, this is probably, I think it was probably like the best, like the best animated of, like of the bunch, just because, you know, when, when they wanted to pull out like a really um, fantastic action sequence, they could do that, you know, at the, like a drop of the hat. I mean, like from when they were stuck in the, when they were stuck in the, in the belly of the worm and the, and like Wolfwood had like, you know, spin his like, you know, <laughs> like his cross laser to get them out. That was slick. And also Vash flying through the city. It's like in the final episode. Yeah, that, that was, final episode they that, really that, had the CG. They, they pulled out all there. the stops there. Oh, they did. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, I know some people have complained about you know the look of the series, but nah. Like I thought it was, I thought it was fantastic. I'm looking forward. And assuming that Studio Orange gets a uh, you know second season to do this, like I'm looking forward to seeing what they, it's like you know what they what they manage with it. And also, as far as I'm concerned, I, I think that the I still think that the original. Um, Trigon anime is probably uh. the definitive <laughs> version, but I will also admit that you know, like nostalgia is a hell of a drug. Yeah, because uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's like I, I think I think I, I I can't speak for Marisa, but I was a lot more impressionable, you know, when I watched <laughs> when I watched Trigon back, um, like for like for the first for the first time. It's like, and yeah, it definitely like definitely made made a, a, a definitive impression as one of the one of the all time greats. And I gotta admit that you know, Stampede, you know actually you know put up a good fight against against those impressions it's not mm. it didn't win but you know i still appreciated <laughs> uh, everything everything it did and the manga you know it's like i like i said there's there's stuff there's a lot of stuff there i i like but at the same time you know it's like like the pacing there just kind of like you know keeps it from being calling keeps me from calling it like the definitive version mm. yeah interesting yeah yeah so I guess um John, you uh, got anything thoughts on your end about this? No, I just do like using uh, you know you both said you know the uh like trigun it's you know that's the anime you know? <laughs> yeah the original right so <laughs> like I, like was there ever a question right <laughs> of being anything else that's of course what we're talking about <laughs> yeah yeah and, I, and I totally get that i totally understand that so yeah that's awesome well and i hope that people that because i i've read some forums and people really love stampede and uh i hope it creates maybe some new fans for the original too like you know i i hope too i know i'm glad that i got the manga when i did because apparently it's all out of print and <laughs> And not everyone's going to be able to appreciate it. Uh, well, it's like if you want if you want to get the manga these days, it's like digitally. in English, legitimately, it's got to be digitally through through Dark Horses. Um, yeah, either th like um, through their app, I mean, really, because for whatever reason, it's not available on Comixology anymore. But that's but stuff not being available on Comixology is a whole other um, shit show right now. Uh, but I but I was lucky enough to um like when I was buying this, I was like, hey, yo. Oh wow! Dark Horse is offering a manga sale. Oh wait, everything Trigun is on sale right now. Lucky me. Ah, okay, cool. Yeah, uh, I, I one of the weird litmus tests I found out about some you know uh, uh, like a revisited franchise um, coming back is if you go to an anime convention and you see someone cosplaying as that. Yes. Um, <laughs> and and you're like, wait a second. Uh, what and you know and i saw this actually and it's not it's actually related to something we were talking off talking about you know in the pre-show i saw someone you know at um uh, fandom uh a few years ago and it, and and they were dressed like card captor sakura i was like like and like the first season i was like wait a second why oh it's because chris you know the 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 clear, the clear card, card is coming out and actually so sometimes when the newer material comes out it causes people to go back and like look at the roots which i'm totally about so if you haven't you know it's kind of one of those weird litmus tests to see like oh hey that's um so 
Yeah. Cool. Oh, and I, if you have I, Hulu, I, I'm really glad that they have both the original uh, anime alongside Stampede. Like, if you're watching Stampede, you'll probably see it right there as a suggestion. Yeah. So, so don't watch one; watch both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but also I will say that you know I'm my hope this year going to find me is that we'll I'll see people cosplaying as both um, new and classic Trigun. So yes. And hopefully, and, I, and hopefully when they when they if they're if they ever like come together like they'll they won't just you know maybe be pointing guns at each other they'll just be given like like flashing the love and peace sign like, yeah maybe they can recreate that cool uh drawing that yasuhiro naitao did of the new and and uh former oh, he, he did that he did something yeah like that? i'll send you that i'll send you oh that. yeah that, that sounds rad <laughs> awesome so you know you're gonna be talking about next week jason well next time it's like I said, unless something comes up, it's probably going to be Iron Man by Christopher Cantwell because that's something that's come up like entirely on Marvel Unlimited, and I don't actually have to like you know like it's like buy like spend any actual money to to uh, like to talk about. It. But um, yeah, but also, but I'm glad we had had this talk. And Marisa, um, thank you very much for joining me this time. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's like and so maybe eventually one of these days we'll get you on um, to talk about something else. I mean, I should have had you on to talk about battle angel elite at some point Ooh. but you know maybe once maybe once a mars chronicle is finished you know oh. we'll get, but that's seems to be like a ways off at this point so we'll so hopefully we find something cool to talk about before then sounds good all right so catch you next time on comic six by the glick <laughs> take care bye bye <laughs>